0: Good Monday morning, everyone. Oh, we have a lot to discuss and talk about that Russell has put on hold for us to talk about on the show. So good Monday morning, everyone. You're listening to Author Talk with me, Amy, Russell, Valerie, and Diane Bame is our lovely author guest this morning. So let's dive into the weekend, shall we? I ice plunge in actual ice this weekend, you guys. I was the only one. Josh wow. did not because the ice had melted. But then he raised the temperature of it. But I did do my ice plunge, and it's cold as you know all heavens outside. And I, I still did it in ice. But do you on feel top like of it's that, I had any a mommy good? and me day. I have lost ten pounds doing that, and Lord knows, oh. y'all, I don't work out. Okay, like wow. that's I don't do that. You need to so, work out, girl. No, <laughs> no, I don't want you. I lift my children, and that's enough. Okay. I agree. I I had a mommy and me day with my oldest because she had asked asked for that. So we went to Target and the girl made me proud at Target. I could go on and on about that. But it has been an exciting time. I am looking forward to December. It's a crazy time for me. So my youngest daughter has her second Broken thumb appointment. It's so awkward to say a broken thumb, but she has her second broken thumb appointment today. So we'll see how that goes. She's let me take her her uh, finger splint off mostly because she lost it. So I had to go find another one. I don't know how
1: she lost. (laughs) Just like my son did, right? Yes, just
2: like that.
0: It's ridiculous. So I had to go and find another one, and I didn't. So we have to put kinesiology tape on to. To hold it on because it's just too big for her so um yes it is a a fun time uh i have three amy is she three she's three yeah Ooh, she's three funny. and josh made the joke to her the other day and she started crying she wanted to close the car door and he said no because we don't want any more smashed fingers and she like melted so she had a big <laughs> meltdown over not being able to close sure the door anymore
1: okay amy so. do not forget to talk about your husband abandoning you during thanksgiving
0: Okay, Russell doesn't believe me when I say this, but it is the God-honest truth. Uh, Joshua is going away the day after Thanksgiving to go camping with his dad and his two brothers to go camping and spend some quality brother-man time, right, with with their dad. Um, I was the one that suggested it to Josh, but Russell does not believe me. I <laughs> need to have Josh on one day and be like, I need you to tell Russell. We need Josh on for this. the
1: sh- a whole show.
0: <laughs> because there are so
1: many lies that you tell it's about this not, poor man. None land. of
0: these are lies; they are now, the God's honest
1: truth. Here's the truth to the audience: is Thanksgiving Day? Amy's Russell's taking version. Josh and her children to be in Thanksgiving with about her <laughs> 17 sisters and their 50 kids. And it's going to be chaos on Thursday. And then he's running away for the weekend. (laughs) No,
0: that that is not even true. So, one, this year's Thanksgiving at my family's house is going to be a lot bigger. My uncle... And his wife and their whole family is coming in town for the whole week, so they're going to come spend Thanksgiving. So that's going to be actually a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to that. Josh's family's Thanksgiving is on Wednesday. We're doing it much earlier in the day, so they can go camping up past uh, Austin, like in George Rock or something like that, Georgetown, I guess. Georgetown. And yeah, so they're up doing, you know, those kinds of things. Kind and he nice. likes going. He's taking the girls this weekend to go camping by himself on an overnight trip. He's wow. going to have a daddy and daughter camping trip. So he's super wow. excited about it. So Give him no, six
3: stars.
0: I'm telling you, Russell does not believe that I am the kind-hearted person that says, go on, go do you and go camping. I. He also, Russell, you forget I was the one that was like, Three months pregnant with our first child when I told Josh to go do the Appalachian Trail, and he left me the day after Christmas to go and hike that trail. And that was me being a supportive wife. Well, so we there's some
1: serious yes. badass stuff about
0: you. I don't. Hang <laughs> <just And>, <laughs> You know. So, going cl- to do a bro camping trip is in my wheelhouse.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Yeah, you had phone. in some me time.
1: Yes. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And then Amy gets me time. That's right. Me time being without her kids. <laughs> that's, that's
2: what I on,
0: mean. Me time. That's on, that's on Friday. When he goes with his brothers, I'll have my children. It'll be good, though. My mom has a craft day plan because I'll be at my mom's, oh, all yeah. kinds of stuff. So it's going to be oh, a yeah. lot of fun. So there's a lot of crazy things happening in this Ravi Chandra and household. Fun, <laughs> eventful craziness for sure. But what has everybody else done this weekend? What are your Thanksgiving plans? Who wants to go
2: first? I'll go first. All right. Okay. Uh, so I went to this event at the Lone Star Flight Museum. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. It is no. Incredible. It's out in Ellington Field, and they have okay. all these planes that were collected by Robert Waltrip, and then so they're all historical planes. They have even like Howard Hughes plane. They have an old Continental plane from the 40s. Then you and we were able. What's so the They have some kind of like a Land Rover. All these different things. We were able to go into and explore, and then they told you the whole history of it. There were oh, astronauts cool. there, there were engineers there telling you all the this history about these really cool machines and just, you know, seeing all these things that have actually, they, some of them actually still work because they have oil pans underneath the the planes, that, the ones that still fly. Oh, so
0: that's what cool. A, what a
2: cool venue to have an event. It was, we were just like, just walking and walking until my feet hurt, looking at yeah. everything.
0: I love it. That sounds like a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's there all the time. So you should go see it. Plus it relocated from um, Galveston after Ike. They were showing us the water level that came up and to the, to the planes during Ike. And it was incredible that most of these all survived. They they lost some like um, papers and things like that during Ike, but the planes are still there. Nice. Yeah.
0: That's always good. I like to see those things. Diane, what about you?
3: um thanksgiving on the floyd side of the family is huge Um, i have five brothers so all the cousins all get together so there'll be about 30 of us and this is extra special because it's the first time in about 20 years that all my kiddos will be there with their family so it's gonna be a, a true wonderful thanksgiving so yes i'm excited
1: so is that down in deer park
3: uh, no, this is in Kingwood, Texas, mm-hmm. outside of Houston.
1: Yeah, that's nice. a beautiful, beautiful
2: part of town. I love it.
3: Oh, thank you. It really yes. is. I love it. It's called the Livable Forest. So. Yes,
1: it's so pretty. So, so pretty. many
3: places to walk. And- yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah I so love
1: that. I'll be down in Houston for Thanksgiving, too, but that's not what I want to talk about. I have something <laughs> stupid to talk about instead. Okay. <laughs> So, we went to see Regalato yesterday. Bertie oh, nice. is my favorite uh, composer, uh, and opera composer. And so, we went and I finally wore this shirt. You know that shirt that you buy and you don't want to, you save it, you don't want to wear it because you don't want to mess it up. And then uh-huh. you finally wear it. So yeah. I wore that turtleneck. I thought I looked so good that day. <laughs> okay. And afterwards, we went to the canoe, which is a is down on the Chattahoochee River. It has a great bar, so you can get a great old-fashioned. And naturally, I spilled tomato sauce all down the front of the shirt the first time I actually oh, wore no. it. Oh. I hate that stuff. Yes. and that happens to all of us it's that shirt that you never want and I just yes. hope it's not the cursed shirt you know that shirt that you wear that you always get something on it you never can wear I hope it's not that shirt I know that's stupid to talk about but when I saw this I thought I need to tell Amy about how stupid I am I felt very <laughs> stupid and my wife laughed at me I hate her I hate her Well, as long as you can get the stain out that's all that matters Yeah, yeah I did So I want to thank everyone listening to our podcast. Most people listen to us during the week, not on Monday when we do it live. Uh, We are top 10 independent book podcast in America. And we very much appreciate everyone that, that listens to us. Amy, where can they find us? And, They should be able to find us because even Russell can find us.
0: Yes. I'm telling you, even if Russell can find us, that is a big deal. Okay. But you guys can find us anywhere that you can listen to a podcast. So Amazon. Spotify, Good Pods, Apple, Google, several other places that I'm sure I'm not even mentioning that you can listen to us. Just type in author talk. It's the red and gold ones because, like I say this every week, it's the one time I was selfish and I picked those colors because I love those colors together.
1: So it, it is was serendipitous time. because it, it makes it easier to find with those mm-hmm, colors. Mm-hmm. No one has for, those colors. But <laughs> for <laughs> Russell,
0: for sure. But No, we have thoroughly enjoyed this. It has grown. You guys that have watched this since day one know that it used to be Russell and Sandy, and I was always just behind the camera making jokes and talking smack with Russell and giving him a run for his money. And now it's evolved into what it is, and it will continue to evolve. So we're looking forward to more years to come and kind of celebrating author talk in the future and what all it's going to bring. We're all very excited about it. We've met so many amazing authors, publishers, others within the writing community. So it's been a lot of fun. Speaking of authors and writers, don't forget that the 12 Days of Page Turners is happening December 1st through the 12th. We have 50 authors or over 50 authors. I lose count at 50. Okay. So we have 50 plus authors that are going to be participating. It's different genres every night, different authors and promotions. So we have between five and four authors every night. I just booked out our schedule. That'll be talking about what they're offering this holiday season, what books and genres they write in if they write in multi genres. So make sure you come and check out because the best gift that you can give this holiday season is a chance for someone to escape or to learn something new and just feed their mind. So a book is the best gift that you can give. Also remember readers, the greatest gift you can give any author is to leave a review. Either way, positive or a negative review, it helps make that writer a stronger and better writer in the future and encourages them to continue. So make sure that you go and you leave your favorite authors some reviews and some love for sure. There is other holiday things that are going on. Jingle books will be happening on the 2nd, so make sure you also tune in to that because that will also have 50-plus authors with different holiday promotions that are going on this holiday season
1: Yes, Russell. Amy, where do they find uh, the twelve days? Yes. Where do they find them? so
0: the twelve days? You will be able to find on my page, author talk, my LinkedIn page. Author Talks YouTube page and on all of the pages of the authors that are participating. I will be tagging them in live as we go so you will be able to watch them. I will be putting in the comment section the offers on where you you can find their offers this holiday season. So I'm going to be looking (laughs) like a mad woman, okay, for 12 days and let's just accept that that's how that's going to roll. I I cannot wait
1: for the funny things that happen. Uh, Diane, the first year she lost her voice at the first of the 12 days, it was so funny, and by the end, she was talking like a little boy. <laughs> it was so funny. So, every year, something funny happens during the 12 days. I cannot wait to hear and see what happens this year. Everyone needs to wait and watch.
0: I can, oh, we gotta wait for
2: Amy's wardrobe too. She's got like the really oh, yeah. cool Christmas wardrobe.
0: I'm telling you, we're doing red this year, okay? Last year's ugly sweaters, we're doing red this year. Red is my favorite color, so red and silver is what we'll be doing. So red lipstick, red outfits, I'm ready, okay? Let's just say there's different versions of of red lipsticks. But, Russell, I want to dive into a conversation really quick with you and whoever else wants to join us. So... I have a love hate relationship with TikTok. Everyone knows this. It's not a secret. I'm not. Well, who on TikTok. doesn't have
1: a love hate? relationship I know. I'm with not. TikTok.
0: I'm not on TikTok. I do not promote a TikTok, which
1: um, I think is bad.
0: Uh huh. It is the one platform that my social media company does not offer support on, and to just feed this fire that i'm sure everybody has for me they are now considering or they already have started charging a monthly membership it's like five or six dollars to remove ads to enjoy TikTok, right so i just find that funny and facebook on top of that facebook is uh, teaming up with Amazon. So all of their sales go through an Amazon platform as well. So you have a bunch of collaborations that are happening. Mm-hmm. But I find it funny how being on TikTok, which is like dominated because the attention span is of a child, right. uh, is now wanting to take <laughs> away ads, which is how so many of these new TikTok influencers make money. So, so it so is a funny thing for
1: me. We were going to argue about that. But yeah. you bring up something else when you bring up Facebook. is, Is Facebook even usable as an author with the new book out anymore?
0: Yeah, I mean, author has, or authors, Facebook has really changed its groups. And so the groups are becoming more beneficial and more connecting and engagement is happening within it. I don't think you guys understand, but if you kind of sit and watch the trends of the social media, even on TikTok, okay, even on TikTok. But people are really wanting it to be more social. They're kind of tired of seeing all these ads and they're tired of influencers, which I told you guys the influencer movement was going to last five to seven years. And I think we're on like year five. So it's starting to kind of trend where people are kind of sick of influencers and everything that's going on and paying for them and all everything. Right. And so many of them have a lot of legal issues also that are going on. Right. But Mm -hmm. they're really wanting to go back to being social and engaging and just connecting with one another, especially if you're finding groups like I have a lot of IC groups and those kinds of things where you can kind of connect and relate to others that are going through things or in writing journeys and those kinds of things. That's what people are really looking for is like connection social and like building Mm -hmm. those kinds of friendships and relationships. They're not so much trying to make sales anymore from those; They're just trying to engage and have those kinds of relationships. So it is trending back into how social media started which i told you guys i was gonna do russell didn't believe me but (laughs) that's what i said i was gonna do and that is what it's doing because you have people on there that are just sick of influencers even on youtube right Mm -hmm. i don't know if any of you guys follow like beauty tube right like i jeffree star know this i follow there's a ton of issues going on where people are just sick and tired of influencers and what else is going on and it's being becoming bad for brands so brands that invest Mm -hmm. in these influencers and stuff are losing money because they're having so many people pull out from using their products and all of these things Mm -hmm. so there is this kind of uh avalanche that's starting to happen with influencers especially with tiktok influencers as well so i just found it funny how now all of a sudden this number one platform is like we're going to charge five dollars to remove ads and you're like are you serious like i okay and Also, so oh, and to and you YouTube. Can,
2: you, can you talk a little bit about threads i i mean i see that like infiltrating my uh, my um, instagram thing so how how popular is threads become for maybe oh. um, people to
0: use it, has, it, to use. <laughs> it has not what? you had yeah. a lot of people so you you had a lot of people that when threads came out they went over and they were like oh join my threads account right no one's really done anything with it so threads was facebook's attempt at like their own kind of twitter or x Perfect. i guess mm-hmm. now is what twitter is called right And you're seeing that on your Instagram because Facebook owns thread and Instagram. So they overpopulate all three of those, Mm -hmm. but they did a social media examiner did a poll the other day, actually about threads and everyone's like, I'm not even on it. I don't do anything on it. It wasn't beneficial besides for the first day. So it's going to be a lot like a clubhouse. Like no one uses clubhouse anymore. It took too long to get to other platforms. I don't even know what clubhouse
1: is. Me either. I don't know.
0: (laughs) I think I want to say it became really popular at the beginning of the pandemic, maybe like right before, but it was exclusive mm-hmm. for Apple and they took like a year before they branded out to other platforms. So by mm-hmm. that time they had lost a lot of steam. Um, so no, there's
2: not a lot of movement on. Is on there bread. is there a platform even for authors on Pinterest? Cause and, and I've heard like people mm-hmm. still use Tumblr. Is Tumblr even around? I don't use Tumblr.
1: So, never, no. I might like Way, way, way. Back I thought
3: Tumblr was a dating app. No, <laughs> no. no. I think that was Tinder. Yeah, yeah that's Tinder. Tinder.
0: But
1: now, um, is getting head? them confused. Not
2: me. <laughs> no. but, so, do authors promote on Pinterest too yeah so i mean i have some
0: authors do Mm -hmm. like children's authors are great Mm -hmm. on there because you can post your illustrations Mm -hmm. um and different activities to do with your children while reading the book those kinds of things are going to be great Mm -hmm. um if you're doing like a motivation inspirational book posting a lot of inspirational quotes gaining traction in those the way to gain traction on on uh pinterest is you create all these boards and then you go and you pin a lot of stuff to it and then you right. share those, right? But pinning other people's stuff will help you gain traction. So, the more active on it you are in terms of in your
1: boards,
0: the I more I have a question for Diane.
1: Diane's <laughs> just kind of hiding down in this corner here. You know how I hate letting office do that, especially oh, when man. we get an author with the great personality like Diane. So, thank you. What activity you're a children's author to? What activity do you want kids to do when you're reading them a book besides be quiet and sit down?
3: <laughs> That's a great question actually. It depends on the story, but generally, I just want them to communicate. So, if they if I'm reading a story and they go, "Wait, wait, wait. Um, do I have a great grandpa? Because I might be reading Charlie. Then it promotes this conversation and they learn about their family. So for me, it's all about talking.
1: Mm -hmm. Mine was always about shutting up and going (laughs) to sleep.
0: (laughs) That's mine. I'm not even going to lie. That's mine. Josh is like the most patient person. And he reads a book, and he's like, oh, well, what is this? What is this? Well, he hasn't been with them all day, okay? Right. But the time it's 8 o'clock, I'm done. I'm like, you, I, mom's retired for the night. So I will read a book, and then, you know, because they always want, like, two or three. So I will read a book, and then I have to leave the room because they just lose their minds. Mm-hmm. And Josh is all like, oh, well, let's do this. And look? what happens if we go down this avenue? Let's find out. I'm like, man. Yeah. yeah
3: yeah yeah.
2: it it was routine for me we're like we're doing this we're doing this you say your prayers and we're done done. go to bed yeah yeah i'm done
0: okay i don't like you anymore for the day okay (laughs) tomorrow's a new day i'll like you again tomorrow but right now i'm done that's my whole philosophy but valerie with diane being a children's book author She also has her latest book, Rise, it's the second part of it, which is her grandmother's or great grandmother's story. Mm. And so I'm dying to dive into this. Diane, is it a historical fiction? Is that the best
3: way to label it? Yeah, it's a young historical fiction. That's right. And it's actually based on my uh, grandma Ruby. So it it takes place in the 1920s, which is fun because, um, I mean, you always hear about the roaring 20s. But when you really dive into it, you don't realize at least I didn't, how much political things were happening and the excitement and prohibition. And I'm just like, wow. It was the decade
1: of upheaval, Bolshevism, (laughs) Nazism. and I mean, it was the decade of upheaval in the world.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, Diane, let's let's dive into it so valerie let's get diane talking about all of her books and her latest ruby yes so so tell us a little
2: bit how why you decided to do a sequel first of all ruby takes chicago
3: well um excellent question i hadn't planned on it but my uh publisher oc um publishing said that they were getting a lot of requests which was like oh my gosh i can't believe it you know um that what happened to ruby and so she said, "I told you you needed that story already written." So I had to quickly put it together. But it's it's very exciting, and and it is a fun story because, I mean, it is um, historical fiction. But um, especially this book section, um, those the family history stories. You know, a lot of it came from my mom because my grandmother's not going to tell me about her, rendezvous with
1: men. <laughs> 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 Some grandmothers will. Some, yeah. grandmothers will. Some yeah,
3: grandmothers will. Like, I can't get in trouble anymore. I'm going to tell you all of it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah. it's, it's pretty exciting. And she had, um, she was supposed to come back home. Um, well, she did go, go back home um, in the story. But the, the real story is that um, she was in Missouri. She finished college. And uh, which was very rare for women back then, and she was supposed to come home, but she heard um, she heard Chicago bound, Chicago bound, and she's like, Oilton, Oklahoma, Chicago, Oilton, Oklahoma, Chicago, and she took off to Chicago, not knowing a soul or anything. Oh but um, and but I had her in the book. I had her actually go home because I thought it might not be good for young kids to read that my grandmother ran away from home. (laughs) I didn't want to get in trouble from parents. How old is Ruby in this situation? Um, When she first went to college, she was um, just about 19, I think. Mm -hmm. And then um, by the time she went to Chicago, she was about 22. Mm -hmm. And by that standard, you're an old maid at that time. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. her siblings just thought, whoa. She's never going to get married. She is old, old, old. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because the average woman back then, in middle America anyway, um, married at 14. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. Actually, I just saw a headline about that with Priscilla Presley and Elvis. She was 14 when she met him and he was
3: 24. Isn't that
2: amazing? (laughs) That wasn't even in the 20s. That's true
3: well it was tennessee that's insane (laughs) okay let's
1: not beat up on tennessee
3: i'm sorry i love tennessee i do too oh my gosh um so what kind of research did you have to do delve into to get this story ready another excellent question lots of research Mm -hmm. and um and it's interesting when you start doing research because you find something so interesting and you just end up going down rabbit holes and that was the hardest thing for me was not to go down these rabbit holes but um yeah lots and lots of research Mm -hmm. i knew the structure of where i was going Mm -hmm. but i needed to really understand especially in chicago i'd been a, a couple of times to chicago but i never really visited speakeasies I was going to teacher conferences which speakeasies <laughs> weren't part of that And uh,
1: I thought speakeasies was a part of teachers conferences <laughs> well, the <ones> I was, <laughs> yeah that's true
3: um, I mostly stayed for the evening parties where we did line dancing I'm all about line dancing
0: <laughs> yes I love those those are fun I've actually never been to a speakeasy I have one here in town I went went, to one in Dallas.
3: Really, yeah. we should all go together. That yes, would be yes. a lot
0: of fun. There's one like down, it's not down the street, but it's like 10 minutes in my small town yeah. from me. So I would
2: I would love to go, but I'm all yeah. about line
0: dancing. That's, but that's you know
2: what? Fun. It was it was really unusual because we were shopping in downtown McKinney and visiting a friend. And then people are like, Are y'all going to the speakeasy tonight? And we're like, What? What? And they're like, You're gonna need a secret word. And we're like, No, really? <laughs> and they're like, Yes, go to here and text this number and it's on the Facebook page or something, and then we got in and it was very cool, but we were like, this is so mysterious. And it was literally a door in like the hole in the wall kind of thing. So They you know?
3: really made it a speakeasy, like a yes. environment. That's amazing. Yeah. And you had, to walk through, word.
2: Yeah, you had to even walk through a red lit hall to get there, to, to get to the back of it. So it was like way in the back, but it was That's cool. It was cool. cool. Yeah. And they were playing film noir movies on a big screen back there.
3: I may have to look for it because sometimes I'm up in that area. I
2: can't remember the name because I was just like, it's a secret. <laughs> but apparently people knew about it. So, But uh, what
3: kind of age group is your are your books designed for? The uh, Young Historical Fiction um, is for like eighth grade on up. Okay. And then my children's books, depending on the story. Generally, I make sure um, that a lot of the times the parents read the story but generally a third, a three-year-old will be able to understand the concept. Amy can speak to that if I'm right or wrong. And uh, uh, other than that, they generally go up to second grade. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a believer that children's books are for adults too, because right. the messages that we have in there can relate to parents as well. Like, oh my gosh, she's actually speaking to me in this book, you know?
2: Yes, yes, I agree, yes. I agree.
0: In your I, Boomer book, that's 100% how it was. And I was reading it to my girls, and it's still their favorite book. We have to read it once a week, right, To Aww. for the Boomer book. But I'm over here, and I'm like, what? He did this? <laughs> now we have to backpedal? What's going to happen? You know, and I'm just, I like to, I don't know, I like to find those books. And you're like, I don't know, a character kind of comes over you, and you start talking like the bunny, and you're like, oh, my God, what's happening to myself? I don't know. I love those books. Like, Valerie has one, Diane, that's the Donut. Uh, the donut tree. Yes. Oh my gosh. I am 31, 32. I don't even know how old I am. I freaking love I mean, You're more book. than
1: 31.
0: Oh, I know. <laughs> I probably am. I don't remember my own age. Anyways. Um, but that speaking to the really adults. speaking
3: to the adults, right, Amy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to look, order that book for my grandson. It sounds that, adorable. It's,
0: it's, it's one of my favorite books. So I have, like, a favorite bookshelf in my kids' room, right? I have Boomer. I have The Donut Tree. Oh, okay. And then I have the um, the poems by Silverton, I want to say. Um, you know, like, Oh, I love Silverton. The Walk yeah. one. I can't remember mm-hmm. the name, but the Walk one because my kids took the cover off of it. Yeah. But, like, that's my favorite bookshelf. So we have to read those, like, once a week. But, oh, my that's gosh. So it's more for me than my kids, but I love them, okay? It's, that's yes. great. Just and I'll tell, was, you a, okay.
3: I'll tell you something that no one else knows yet. Author talk announcement. Um, <laughs> Boomer has done so well that Boomer is going to become a series. Uh-huh. And so um, uh, Norris Tribe uh, Publications is a publisher, and we're working on the second and third book of Boomer. And you're the first awesome. people to hear it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, awesome.
1: my gosh. I love <laughs> that's it. awesome. Did your publisher go- demand that, too?
3: no I did because I started seeing how well it was doing and I called up and said I've written two more stories for Boomer and they were like yay
2: (laughs) that's so okay share share the story of Boomer just in case people aren't familiar
3: so Boomer is this little bunny and um and I love bunnies and so um and I feed our bunnies in the forest behind me anyway so um Boomer he he wants to explore more. He keeps seeing these runners run by and he's like, what are they running to? So finally he just decided he was going to leave his little family for the day and hop along and explore the world. So he's very curious about the world and he makes all these discoveries and one of my favorite things, and I'd be curious to see if Amy's kids feel the same way, but um, I like to make kids laugh when they read my stories. And so I thought, Boomer's going to think it's raining, but then actually it's the sprinkler system going up. And <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, I think that was funny. And Amy the kids laugh at that one <laughs> they do because i'm like oh my gosh it's raining
0: it went from sunny to raining and they're like mom it's the sprinklers like outside that's whole, thing. It's a whole it's exactly thing. what but i they, they love
3: they love it they love See, the whole communication thing. with the story love it yes
2: yeah, so so are you are you already planning your storyline or or how, what what's your progress on the second book
3: um it is actually um with the illustrator now so oh
2: that's exciting yeah
3: it's very exciting that's
2: i love when the stories come to life like that and you can have all your input creating your your vision
3: absolutely and it's it's such a blessing you know um i i've always been a storyteller and i never really dreamed about putting my words to print and eventually it dawned on me i should but um um, to see that people respond because it takes a long time, as you know, to yeah. get published. You get lots of nos. and uh, but when it finally happens, you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's really happening. Yeah. And then you meet all these beautiful uh, people and the author communities just so important to me and I'm just so grateful to Amy and everything she's done. so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I really love you. It's a I great I'm oh. dying for a
1: question. Can I get us off this sweetness and go to a question that is... I'm I'm enjoying the sweetness,
3: I but
0: yes, sweetness.
1: Yes, Russell,
0: please pop so, our bubble.
1: What's the story of the nose in the final yes? For the people that's listening and dreaming of being an author, would you tell that story? And my second question is: You said you were always a storyteller. Were you a storyteller and? the first grade, and did you get in trouble with your teacher for your stories?
3: Absolutely. And my brothers, I have five brothers I mentioned, they called me Motor Mouth because I would never shut up. Can you tell I talk a lot? Uh, (laughs) And I was always the first person to raise my hand up in school and the Mm -hmm. sisters, I went to Catholic school. And they were like, I I finally knew they didn't even have to say my name. They would just go like that. (laughs) Yes. So Um, And in regards to your first question, um, I think we all have a story inside us. So if you're just aching, just aching to get that story out, you don't necessarily have to go the route that you're going to produce it for the whole world. Maybe it's a story, a family history story that you want to get out to your family and share and make sure these family history stories go on. There's these Companies like Blurb, that allows you to easily do that. But I think the secret for me was um, discovering Amy. And again, all sweetness <laughs> because she changed my world and uh, introduced me to Mickey, which changed my world. And so I, my success mm-hmm. is because of them. Mm-hmm. Truly. And they didn't pay me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: No, Diane, it's always so much fun. Your books are amazing. So they should be out Mm -hmm. into people's hands for sure. But I know other authors that go through like the yes and the no journey, right? I have one right now that is going to take a stab at getting an agent. And then, you know, they will self-publish afterwards depending on how that avenue goes. Right. But I think getting a ton of no's and then a yes just makes the yes like 30 times more rewarding. You know, so I think it's part of the journey to go through for sure. But mm-hmm. no, I love it. See, Russell, people like me. People like <laughs> me, Russell. I am a nice person. I am a nice person.
1: I think <laughs> that there's times when you're really nice.
0: There's moments. Aww. There's moments. There's just moments. And the rest of it is just, you don't want to be around me. But I will say it with a smile on my face. I in hell with a smile on my face.
2: know, <laughs>
3: yes, yes. yeah, there's a song called sure.
0: This Moment.
3: This moment. Man, that is out.
0: like my that's my life story right there <laughs> for sure. But Diane, how many more installments are you gonna do for Rise? You know, the story of your grandmother, Grandma Ruby. Is there another book that's coming or is book two the final in in this story?
3: Um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, book two is the final uh, story, because I promised my mama, um, because when I came up with the idea that I really wanted to inspire young people to go after their dreams,
1: uh-huh. that
3: um, and then I told mom I was going to be doing this next one, she said, okay, but after that, enough.
1: <laughs> is that because she doesn't want you to tell any family secrets?
3: Yeah, that's exactly why. I knew that. <laughs> Is the
1: organized crime or speakeasies in your Chicago episode of your book?
3: Absolutely. Your
1: poor mother. Your poor mother. No wonder she doesn't want you to write another one, which means you must.
3: I don't know. She's in heaven. She might send lightning after me.
2: (laughs) You have to change the names to protect the innocent, right?
3: Right.
1: I get lightning from heaven all the time. It's not that bad. (laughs)
3: I must share with you one of my brothers thinks I should have started with what came after instead of the very beginning I'm like I told mama said I couldn't No. you know you turn into a kid when you're around your parents no matter how old you are your mama raises her eyebrow and goes my first name is Patricia Miss Patricia this is the way it's going to be and I'm like okay
0: (laughs) no I know ain't that the truth I was face calling my mom the other day it was yesterday, and my phone died. And I was like, Oh, crap, Josh, can I use your phone? Like, my mom's gonna be so pissed. Think I hung up on her because I always threaten that. I'm like, Don't make me hang up on you when she's talking crazy. <laughs> Diane,
1: her so, mother used to work for her, and she used to fire her.
0: She still <laughs> works for me. I, I thought so she, fired you fired her. her
1: like two years ago.
0: I, every day, she just keeps working <laughs> for me. I and mean, it's a whole thing. Okay, it's a whole
3: thing. But I by their the daughter relationships. Mom.
0: Yeah, yeah. your mom is mom. Person. She is <laughs> sweet.
3: Yes, she is. yes.
2: Oh my gosh. So where can they find your books, Diane?
3: Sure. The simplest um is on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble. Um, if you uh, just Google if you know some of the titles like Carrie the mm-hmm. Camel, Boomer, The Curious Money, and so forth, it'll show that you can get it in Target and Walmart and places like that.
2: Oh, cool. But if you're
3: a real online person. And obviously Uh the simplest are your, those two places. So how many books do you actually have? It sounds like you've got a lot. I know. Isn't that a blessing? Oh my stars. I can't believe it. So I think, I think this one now I need to go and count, but I think I'm at number 11.
2: Wow. That's amazing. Amazing.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Did you always know you wanted to be an author? No, I never knew. I'd like to go find my high school teachers and tell them. Right. <laughs> my my, my uh, stories would come back because I loved doing the creative writing and mm-hmm. it would be like covered in red ink and rightly so now that I think about it because I would my thoughts would come so fast that you know there would there, uh, just forget punctuation okay. tons of run on sentences and then because it was covered in red I'd be like crying in high school and going like this with my because I had super long hair and <laughs> I was
1: like, "Oh no, no!" I had a total love-hate relationship with my English teachers in high school. I was convinced they knew nothing, <laughs> and they were convinced I knew nothing as well. <laughs> I had one English teacher, a Miss White. I'll never forget her. I went up in my senior year and said, "I made all straight A's except for your class." She said, "I guess they overgraded you."
3: <gasps> oh my stars! Oh my she was.
1: Uh, that was. That's when I decided I liked her instead of disliked her. I knew then she's gonna say that to me. I'm. That's somebody I can respect.
3: <laughs> that's yes. amazing. I would have broke down in tears completely. Yes.
1: Well, she knew I wouldn't. She knew yes. I was sassy, and she gave it back to me. I respect yes. that.
3: I love that. I love yes. that.
1: Yeah, I, so I, what's I, I the Oh, sorry, you're I'm ahead. sorry. Maller. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to
2: say I had a really, really tough English teacher. <clears throat> he he was um, our teacher in freshman year, but then he also became our teacher in senior year. And he was extremely hard. He'd be like throwing papers like this is terrible. This is terrible. Just, and then it was a, pa- a paper on I think it was Brave New World. And he he gave me like a an A and I was like, <sighs> I finally got to the level that he's accepted my work. And I that was like kind of a turning point. I was like, I don't suck anymore. I'm good. I'm good. Like, I figured it out. And, and that's, that was just really bizarre that you, you know, that you have like something like that where they don't realize they're an, impacting you. And it, and it does. You're right. This like Russell said
1: about his teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Except, you know, you didn't say they love,
3: hated you. No, no. <laughs> that's true.
0: I, I feel <laughs> like most people have a love hate relationship. Yeah. Yes.
3: it was really my theater teacher that really if i received bad grades or something um because she um i i just worshipped everything she said and everything that she was teaching us and how to be on stage and carry yourself that um Mm -hmm. i was able to like okay so that's what the english teacher thinks that's okay i got miss angelo It's Man,
0: lot. you guys, I had cool English teachers. Uh, we had a taco shop across the way. And oh, wow. if we asked her what she wanted, she would let us have tacos delivered during class. Um, wow. But she, she treated the class my senior year like a college level class. So if we didn't put wow. in the work, we didn't get the grade, you know, and there was extra credit galore if you wanted to take advantage of it. But it was very much like a college class, so I thrived and uh, succeeded in that class. All my other classes are different. I don't do good you mean when you with give tacos. You yeah, because you had tacos <laughs> with tacos, but it was like it was just you were more treated like an adult. I never did good with like really strict deadlines and like oh well you suck at this and outlines right. I never did good with those when it was more like it's your education for this topic and this class and it's your responsibility to learn it if you want to do that right to be successful i did a lot more when it was like this is my option to do it than cramming it down Mm -hmm. my throat that i was made for college is what my mom says so (laughs) i had that mentality well into into Mm -hmm. high school for Mm -hmm. sure But I know that we're coming up on time and I don't want to get the eye from Russell because Lord knows that that's as scary as getting it from my dad. Okay, so (laughs) needless to say, let's do last minute closing statements, questions, comments. Russell, I'm going to go to you first and then Valerie.
1: So uh, (laughs) Diane was a theater kid. That's what she's told us. And uh, what did I'm dying to know that my last question is, what did you study in
3: college? Theater and music.
1: That's what I thought.
3: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Valerie, what about it. you?
1: Um, I was just
2: looking, you said you have a monthly newsletter. How do people get in touch with you?
3: Thank you. So if you go to dianfloydbame, B-O-E-H-M dot com, um, the first thing that pops up is to sign for, up for my newsletter.
1: That's cool. And and so we not- I here. have another
3: question. Okay.
1: okay. Why do okay. you pronounce your last name Bame instead of Bohem?
3: Uh, you know, I ask my husband that all the time, and one time it, it has—it's an Austrian name, and actually, there's different spellings. So, the
1: opera. <laughs>
3: that's right. That's right. Um, and um, and I learned that when a lot of them ended up in Minnesota, Ooh. if they pronounced it bam beam bomb boom," they could tell where the person was politically, and it was a way of quietly sharing where they were. Oh, <laughs> I get that. that. I get that that's good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. nice so i think it should be b-a-m-e but you know what do i know that long and o-e is equal to a long a no <laughs> yes. yes well diane it's always
0: so much fun when you come and hang out with us and talk with us and just your energy is amazing it matches mine so it's always so <laughs> so much fun and i'm excited to hear about your boomer series that's coming you You have to let me know when book two and three come out so I can get it to complete my set with Mm -hmm. my children I'm a sucker I like completion
2: you can sign up for the newsletter Amy
0: I know I'm on it (laughs) I am on it it. but Diane thanks so much for taking time out of your morning to come and hang out with us here on author talk
3: yes thank you for having me it's a true honor
0: love you guys Oh, absolutely. Well, you guys have a rest or have a great, fantastic, (laughs) a great rest of the week. But until next Monday, you guys. Bye for now, everybody.